Tony Moore, I cry for you, this is London One Radio, manca un minuto alle ore 3, siamo tra poco anche in radiovisione, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch ci potete seguire, noi intanto stiamo ascoltando questa canzone, la nuova canzone di Tony Moore, noto artista britannico, pensate, l'original member of Iron Maiden e questa sera è proprio qui con noi, welcome to London One Radio Tony. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, thank you very much for inviting me. I'm very honored. How you been? Well, <clears throat> I've been very good, except this morning I've got a bit of a croaky throat, which oh. is, I think it's this time of year, isn't it? But yeah, of course. Now. It's October, <laughs> exactly. and now the, 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 the time and also the weather is <clears throat> changing a lot. So I cry for you, finally. You are here with yes. a new music journey. And this is the new single. It was released 14 of October. Yes, it's brand new. So this song I wrote uh, for my mum, and... The last few years during the lockdown, she sadly developed dementia. And so I moved in to become her primary carer, carer and look after her. Um, and it was in a time where I had nowhere else to go, right? We were all locked down. Yeah, of so course. So I got to spend every day with her and tell her how much I loved her and, and uh, how she was the most beautiful mum in the world. And uh, the first time that I walked into the room and she looked at me and said, Oh, you look very much like my son. And I said, but I am your son, mum. And she went, yes, he plays the piano as well. And it broke my heart. And so I grieved that night very deeply because it's a very cruel thing that to, to lose somebody and they're still there. Now, her dementia came and went, so most of the time she knew who I was. But that night I wrote this song. And it's about watching her on the security cameras to make sure that she's safe and to let her know that I'm always there and looking after her. Um, I'm... This song was very touching. It's quite emotional, to be honest, even listening to it. Uh, and I really like uh, also what you, you produced, because I want to understand with you, this is a song that you wrote before um, the album Awake or during the process mm. of it? Uh, I actually wrote it before, and it's not on the album. It's, it's a separate piece of music. And I, I wasn't sure if I'd release it, but Mum passed away a couple of months ago. And so I wanted to release it as a tribute to her. And, and I found that so many people are going through very, very similar experiences with people that they love. And that for some people, the song has been a great comfort. And for other people, it's been um, important to know that they're not alone. This is a real challenge. When you have to deal with, with, the, with a parent or a loved one who's in this position, sometimes you feel very alone because uh, you get disconnected from this person's family, you know, the, the line of the family, right? They no longer recognize you easily. And That's so true. this happens to so many people. And I just, I wanted everyone to know, you know, I understand. And there are millions of us around the world that do understand and that, you know, um, there's a Did message Did it make you change this experience in terms also of music? Not, not so much music, but definitely in appreciating every moment even more. I've always lived in the moment, you know, my, my whole life has been in embracing the moment and looking forward and not looking into the past. But I realized that, that uh, when you are with those that you love, every second is vital. And it's most, and to really tell the people that you love, that you love them every day. Even if, it, even if you think it's corny, it's not really, it's This is the most important emotion for family, isn't it? To let people know it that is. they're loved. And we can take people for granted too long. So anyway, this, that was the message. And I, I live more in that moment now. 
Um, that's quite inter- interesting also to, to understand how, how you felt during those times, you know. Um, and I like the fact that you've been very honest with you because most of the times we have um, authors or singers and writers who try to hide their emotions. In this case, you've been truthful. And this is probably something that people really appreciated and also I believe that people appreciated uh, the approach to write your new album because now we are very used to uh, songs which are very quick you know the famous (laughs) commercial rules but you you said to yourself you know what I'm gonna go back to my ages, you know, the 70s, the yeah. 80s. Let's bring the kind of spirit of uh, progressive rock. So how did you process this music journey? Well, that that all began in uh, the end of January in 2021. Right. Uh, and I was working on a piece of music on the guitar. Now, most people who've known me all my life know me as a keyboard player. Yeah. And, and, and I play rhythm guitar, you know. But nobody's ever seen me be a lead guitarist, really, mm. because I've been a bit shy, really. I've let other people do Why? that. Why? Well, just because there's other people who are brilliant, and I, and I love talented people, so I'm happy to play the piano and, and work with amazing guitarists. Yeah. But I was in, in the shed in my mum's garden, nowhere to go, couldn't work with anyone. We were locked down. We were, you know, isolated. So right. I, I just started playing more guitar. And I wrote this piece of music called Awake, which was just, it was eight and a half minutes. It's the opening track of the album. It's lots and lots of guitar and a little bit of singing. And I just did it for me. And I just was doing the thing that, that made me feel the most um, inspired. I posted on Facebook a video, yes. a video of me yeah. playing it live. And I had thousands of people sending me messages saying how brilliant they thought it was. And I thought, wow, that's nice. Okay, maybe this is the beginning of an album. So I built the album based on my experiences of 2020 and my thoughts and my feelings and what I went through, based on my self-reflection of my life as a, as a human but as, as a musician, have I done all the things I want to do yet? No, I haven't. And this was a time when, I, when none of us knew if we'd get back to normal. And thirdly, mm. about my mum and, and dealing with her dementia and looking after her and being making her a part of the music. So I ended up writing the whole album and recording it in two months Wow. Consecutively from the first song to the last song. But I haven't released the album yet because it's a massive project. It's a concept album. It feels like it has a narrative running through it. So I decided to do the live show instead and build an audience to be aware of it. So for a year and a half, I've played the show every month to a full house at the uh, the Bedford in Ballam. And now also uh, every, the Camden Club. every other couple of weeks at the Camden Club in Camden. Yeah. So if people want to hear the music, <clears throat> you get to see the show as well. And it's a big show, lots of video, very immersive, hard to explain. It's a real journey. It's an experience that you need to live. Yes, uh, exactly. With, with the real people, because we miss so much during the lockdown, you know, uh, this magic that music can create in a real venue. Uh, and now going back uh, to the concerts, it's quite magical to be honest and I've been through um, of course we are a radio station so we are very lucky to work in this environment (laughs) so you can understand literally what I'm talking about and in fact now that you mentioned uh, some of the uh, dates you have uh, I'm going to mention the other ones as well so 4th of November the Camden Club then you're going to be back in uh, Bedford on 16th of November and then 2nd of December the Camden Club yep and so. finally, I think there's a, 
I think there's one at the end of December in, at the Bedford. But those those next three dates, if you can make one or all of them, I'd love you to see the show wherever you are in the world. Fly in from Italy if you're listening in Italy. All right. <laughs> uh, travel down from Scotland if you're in Scotland. It's worth seeing the show. Ne- next year, I'm going to tra- take it on tour. Pla- so that's, I, I will that's take cool. it and hopefully into In Italy Europe. as well. I hope to as well, yes. We I'm, hope to as mm-hmm. well. So uh, because you have our own guitars as well yes, in your you- hands, why don't you play something for us so we can <laughs> basically make it live? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to play a song. Now, apologies, and I wouldn't normally do this, but my voice is... No, a we understand. Bit croaky, so I might miss a note or two, but we'll go for it, okay? We'll go it, we'll go it. This is a song called Let Your Heart Begin to Sing. Nice. I know the world came crashing down on you, but you're a fighter, you will push on through. <clears throat> What's true today, tomorrow's yesterday's news. Just keep the line of love, the one thing you choose. Stand. It's hard to see the light When life has turned your day into the night But don't lose the you you always used to be That is your secret power, listen to me Whoa, whoa, whoa Don't you worry about a thing Whoa, whoa Let your heart begin to sing Whoa, whoa change anything oh oh let your heart begin to sing let your heart begin to sing wonderful That's magical. Thank you. My my voice isn't singing the right notes. I and know, it's, that's it's so right. <laughs> uh, it's fine, Tony, to be honest. Uh, and we're going to enjoy some more music as well to your yeah. concerts directly. So it's going to be great. But just to, you know, listen uh, to your music live in our radio station <laughs> is so it's so magical. So thank you for that. And uh, for bringing as well your guitar. We You know, before the show, we were like trying the guitars. And yeah, you, yeah. you like <clears> this one? Well, this is... Uh, the the guitar you keep here at the radio station mm. and as you told me no one no one plays it it's exactly because it's a nice guitar it's a nice guitar especially for the radio station absolutely so we have some proud <laughs> on the control room some proud people uh, smiling at your at your comments about our guitar but anyway yeah. let's go back to um awake because yes. so it's it's something you know what i really like it is that it's something is live so um you are deciding maybe to updating with new songs as well throughout the year. I, when are you going to close this project? Or is it going to be like well, every time live? No, so the, the, the project is finished. Okay, cool. Uh, musically. Uh, but I won't release it until next year. Right. When a larger amount of people know about it. Cool. Because I don't want it to be wasted. At the moment, it's completely under the radar. And I don't have a major record label mm-hmm. behind it at the moment. So my plan is to build the live shows to the point where there's, you know, a few thousand people or more who know the show very well and who are ready for the music. So that when I release it, um, there's, a, there's already people waiting for it. Um, but the, the live show is the really important thing. But the music's finished. Outside of that, of course, I'm still writing songs all the time and releasing music every couple of months and new songs. I've been the last... 
cool. two weeks I wrote I think seven new songs wow very inspired recently. can you please yeah tell us mm. how does it work the process of writing new songs oh. for you well there's a number of different ways it can work yeah one, one is I might just have an idea that I want to write about something so it might be that I, I, I think ahead of time oh I hear a phrase you know like like we're on the radio so you know that you might have a phrase just in time for example yes you know you 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 need to go on air and you drop something on the floor and you get up and and you're in front of the mic just in time right and that phrase might spark an idea so i might just then if i've got a guitar start yeah. going just in time we are here rosita <laughs> you know just in time It is clear, Phil Land, London One Radio. No, cool. Just in time, we're the best. We are better than the rest. Just in time. And a song is done. It's produced. <laughs> There you go. I mean, a song uh, of London One Radio by Tony Moore <laughs> right, right now live on London One Radio. It's quite, I, I'm quite impressed. And so Now, this, a, is, this is this one is, of the ways. Yeah, and to be honest, what I would do then, I'd, I'd just record it on my phone. I listen to it and go, mm, that lyric didn't work. I'll come back and try it with a different lyric. But if I've got the little germ of the idea of the melody and the, and the little hook, then I come back and I polish it and I mold it and move it around a bit. Or the other, other way is just normally I play a chord and sing the first thing that comes into my head if I'm just feeling creative. And, and, and it's like stream of consciousness. I'm not really thinking, just anything might come out. So you basically know. you are living the real mo that's I think you you artists in general you have this kind of power to you know in order to produce songs to produce new albums you need to be very careful of what you're living in the real moment and this is something like we we are not able to do it because we are always in this kind of daily routine and we missed Everything which is surrounding us. Yeah, I mean, often we are we are living in autopilot. Yeah. And and not really, you know, stopping to smell the coffee, as it were. And Italians make great coffee. Um, <laughs> Thank but, you. <laughs> but um, but the process with Awake was was slightly different. I started just inspirationally. I just had a. Oh, I can't bend the notes on this. But there was this riff. Anyway, that was the little guitar riff that began it all, and then I just built it up. However, when I knew it was going to be an album, I knew that the album, if you were going to listen from beginning to end, it should have a journey. It should have an arc. You should be up and down. And, like life. Yeah, and, and it can't just be all the same thing. Uh, so as I was writing each song, I knew yeah. what I wanted to say. I just allowed the moods to arrive. And I go, what kind of mood do I feel like this has brought me to so that whether it's a rocking song or whether it's a very dark piano ballad or, you know. And then I allowed, you know, creativity to just flow. But it happened very quickly. I was very inspired. Um, something that I want to bring some attention on, even uh, by talking to our listeners right now, is uh, this quote by Tony Moore. Uh, Awake, it's a journey to discover truth meaning and love in a world that's gone crazy. Absolutely. Well, you've done your research, Rosita, haven't you? I'm, yeah, I did. I'm <laughs> very impressed. You're a proper professional. You've done a great job today. Listen, um, that quote is because I can't think of a better way to describe 
a, an experience of music and performance <clears throat> like a wake, right? So it is a journey. At the end of the night, every night, people feel that we all feel, me included, that our lives have been enriched by the experience that we have all shared together. And it's to try and find truth and meaning and love because the world has always been a bit crazy. Did you find it? Yes, right? How? I did. Well, by opening myself and being vulnerable. So like you were saying a little earlier, you know, I'm, I'm being very honest, I'm not hiding behind anything. The more vulnerable you are, the more you are open to be hurt, obviously, but the more you are open to be receptive to love wherever it is. And of course, love is, is, the, is for me, love is the universal force, right? You might call it gravity. Love pulls us together. Or universal magnetism sometimes. Weren't sometimes you like scared? Of course. You have to be, if you're not a little bit scared or at least out of your comfort zone. I went and saw, <clears throat> just change the subject, Moon Age Daydream, the, the Bowie documentary, which was amazing. I, I saw Ziggy Stardust when I was a kid in 73. Oh, wow. yeah. And watching this documentary was just quite touching. And by the end, I was, I was a little teary, right? It's beautifully made. And, and Bowie says at the end, you know, when you think you're comfortable, you have to go a, bit, a little bit further till you're in the deep end, till your feet cannot touch the bottom of the water or the bottom of the pool, right? Then you start to produce your greatest work. And, and that's saying it in a different way. It's about <clears throat> being vulnerable, about being able to fail and being able to be hurt in order to really um, experience everything at, at the maximum. And probably understand also life. I don't think any of us will understand life until it's gone. <clears throat> and then it'll be the, the final thing that we learn, right? So it's a journey to discover the, the true meaning, right? Along the way, we have to just make this journey the best we can, right? And how music during this journey helped you to not understand life, as you said, but at least to open your heart? Um, for me, music is, is my life, and it always has been. And uh, I am blessed to do the thing that I love, to be surrounded by the people and the energy that inspire and drive me forward, and to be able to just every day wake up and do the things that I most enjoy doing. So I, I write and play every single day. You have a purpose, you know? I have a purpose. Nah, purpose. That really is the meaning of life in the journey that we're on now. Because without purpose, life is a bit meaningless. You, exactly. If you have no purpose, why get out of bed? That's why right? we have people today with depression because they don't know like what to do in their lives and they feel lost because probably they lost their purpose maybe. So that's why... I want to invite all our listening to maybe listen again this this uh, interview that we are this well I don't want to call it interview it's not an interview it's like a conversation with Absolutely. Tony Moore um, <laughs> because I believe that everyone should have a purpose you, you call it you can call it music you can call it radio station you can call it sure. whatever a book but you you need to find it and and when do you find that music was your purpose? Oh, <clears throat> when I was a kid, when I was 12 or 13. Oh, really? Yeah, my, my dad was a pianist and a singer. My mum was a ballet dancer. And I was oh, always your mum was a ballet dancer? Yes. Wow. So I was always surrounded by music and, and art and dancing. And so I did the thing that they encouraged me to do, right? I, my mum was so 
such a foundation that I believed that there was nothing I couldn't do. And that's an unbelievable gift to give somebody. Exactly. To give them the support and the, and the confidence that they can do anything. And it doesn't matter if you don't achieve what you set out to do. Um, I also don't believe in the word failure. I think failure is just another way of saying a different set of results from the ones you expected, right? So many people have set out to do something, not achieved it, and discovered something different instead that was greater. You know, there's a, there was a great, um, there was a guy in a, in, a, in a restaurant in France in the 1800s yeah. who noticed that when wine got spilt on tablecloths, they had to take them away and wash them. It was a yeah. lot So he thought, how could he infuse this new concept of plastics into the tablecloth to make it so that it it would repel the liquid and he spent ages trying to invent it and he couldn't do it but he invented cellophane by mistake right now you might say that that was a failure because he didn't create what he set out to do but instead he discovered something completely new so in my life nothing I do is a failure if it doesn't work it's just a different set of results from the ones that I expected now I'm going to look at those and see what I learned from that right sometimes I learn what not to do. Sometimes I discover something I never knew I could do. Um, but uh, this, this, this journey of purpose is really important. One of my favorite films is called Wall-E, okay. which is a Disney Pixar film, W-A-L dot E. It's about a little droid robot ah, yes. that, that's left on the planet yes. to clean it up whilst everyone's exactly. gone. And, he find, and they send another droid back and he falls in love and he has a purpose. And suddenly he comes to life because he has a purpose. It's such a beautiful movie, that movie. That, so, and purpose, as you said, can be anything. It can be just to, to bake the best bread in the world, right? That's true. What, what is the thing that you would do unpaid, that you would stay up all night to do, that you would uh, say no to friends because you had to do it because you loved doing it so much? That's your purpose. And if you haven't found it yet, that's fine. There's no... Uh, it, there's no law that says you have to know what your purpose is because sometimes it arrives at a different point in your life. Sometimes it's very young. But, you know, you, you see young ice skaters from, mm. from the age of five or six who get up at five in the morning before their friends go to school to do their, you know, triple salcos and their, you know, their... But you're going to discover it. You need yes. just open your mind. And that's how we can close the circle. Yeah, yeah exactly. you know, because you were at the beginning, you were talking about opening your heart And this is lead you also to understand what is your purpose, because if you're always like angry with yourself, with the world who surrounds you, with people, you're never like trying to understand what's your meaning, why you are here. And you understood it through through music. music. And uh, <clears throat> then we had, you know, this kind of escalation because we saw you uh, as the original member of the Iron Maiden. How was that experience? Well, well that was... That was a very long time ago. Yeah. And, and, and I left before the band became famous. But, right. But, but anyway. We stayed in touch. Oh, really? Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, the, the Iron Maiden story is brilliant because there have been a lot of people who have been in the band over the years. But Steve and the central core concept of Iron Maiden was always just to be the best of the new British rock bands coming out in the 70s, to have a massive stage show and entertain everybody mm. and to take a journey to the world, right? And that's what they've done and continue to do. They're on the probably their biggest tour at the moment all across America. Yeah, um, they're going to be in the UK, UK probably UK in the future. Well, they, next year. Next year. Yeah. July the 7th, they're at the O2 next year. 
the O2. Yes, in London. Yes, of course. I've been there at the O2. I think it's a great venue and it's a great, like, also venue to host so many people and listening to music yes. in, in terms of also the acoustic and the music. No, it's a fantastic venue and I've seen them there before and, you know, I, I try and see them <clears throat> at least once every tour that they do nice. at least at one show but if you've never seen an Iron Maiden show you have to go and see it they just put on the best show ever <laughs> but we want to <clears throat> see also your shows Awake so. yes Awake um, and the incredible thing about Tony Moore as well is that basically he surprised me uh, just a few few days ago because he was calling me like Rosita with this kind of uh, Italian accent because we are you are a touch si. a little bit to eat to Italy. So what's See, going on? <laughs> well, I, I'm really, I love Italy, okay? So um, I've been there many times over the years. And in fact, in 1994, my ex-girlfriend, Marie-Claire Dubaldo, had a big hit there. And we were there a lot with The Rhythm is Magic. <gasps> and, yeah, of uh, course. Someone else. <laughs> Anyway, the, the rhythm is magic, feeling in your soul. Rhythm is the power of creation. <laughs> I can hear voices. Anyway. <clears throat> it's quite famous. We yes. still we still like sing it, know, this song. Well, if you look, there's some videos of Festival Bar. Festival Bar, You'll see, yes. You'll see me there with a bandana and long... <laughs> what what? It was in the movie. You can you can you can listen you can uh, talk to on the radio Phil. And this is a soundtrack on the movie Il Ciclone. Yes. Il Ciclone. Very famous Very movie. famous. Um so I spent a lot of time there in 94 um with Mary Claire and, and playing guitar with her and you kind of see me with a bandana and dark glasses <laughs> and long hair. But in 2019 it's a long story but but I went to a winery in Otro Popovese um near Pavia. Um, and met a family called the Torti family who make this wonderful wines. And uh, I ended up doing a little impromptu concert on the winery. No way. And What's a beautiful <laughs> like a gift that yeah. you made for them? I well, mean, they, they gave me incredible wines <laughs> and we had a wonderful day. So we did a little concert. <clears throat> and at the end of it, we became really good friends. And then whenever um, Patrizia or the family were in London, they would come to the Bedford and see a show oh. or come and see me. And then at the The autumn of 2019, they approached me and said, we, we're going to launch a new label um, and we'd love to do a collaboration with you. Wow. So the label is called Route 66. Route 66. By Tony Moore. So we know Route 66. It's a famous road. Yes. It's a famous rock and roll song. And now it's uh, going to be a very famous wine. So in my collection, there are three wines. There's uh, a Pinot Nero, a Barbera, and a Pinot, uh, uh, sorry, a Pinot Noir, a Barbera and a Pinot Nero vinified in Bianco, which is, you know, yes, red grape. Yes, it's quite famous, wine. yeah. And um, the labels are my rock and roll clothes, my leather jackets and stuff with Route 66 on them. And you can get them at the Bedford. The Bedford is the, uh, the first major venue to take them in London. Um, we have distribution here. And, and if anyone's interested in the wine, you can contact me through the radio and I'm sure they'll put you in touch. But, oh, cool. you know, um, I love more places to take the wine. And the nice thing is that, you know, if, if people are working with, with me with the wine, I can also come and do some impromptu concerts. If it's a, if it's a bar and restaurant and they're stocking the wine, I can come and do a little night and talk about the wine and play some songs. And, you know, I like to add a little extra value to it. But these are great wines and I'm That's very great. proud of them. So you can and behind there's a story as well. A, yes, and the family are fabulous. They're 
such beautiful souls. So they're probably listening now. So uh, hello to the Torty family if you're listening now. Um, hello, Torty family. Wow. No Torty, no party. No Torty, no party. That's perfect. That's a yes. perfect line to, to, to say. And also, yeah, of course. I mean, so you're going to be back in Italy quite often. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Now things are settling down a little bit. When mum was still with us, mm. I, I was with her every night looking after her. So next year, I, I will be able to travel a little bit more um, because I don't have that responsibility. So I like to think that her last gift to me was the f- gift of freedom. You know, we loved each other very much, but her life was deteriorating to the point that it was, wasn't a good quality of life. Of and, course. And I mean, it's not easy. It's not easy. I know what you yeah. because personally, I had a um, grandfather who had the same problem. Right. And uh, fortunately, there was like my grandmother who's taking care of him, but it was like crazy. Yes. So I, Literally. So I, I understand. So, you know, totally. <clears throat> I, I take her with me. She's in the show. Um, there's video of her and photos and her talking in the show. And the show is a is a celebration of life. It's a journey to discover truth, meaning and love in a world gone crazy. But it really underneath all of that is a celebration of life. And it's a universal story. Even though it's my story, as we've discussed today, we all we can share, share this, yes. Of course. Tony Moore on London One Radio it was incredible. Having you today, it was like um, something quite meaningful for everybody uh, because you shared something quite important that sometimes we need to reflect on. And please find also your, your purpose. It's yes. quite important. And, and I would also add, Uh, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Right. Forgive yourself. Everything is okay. We're we're human. It's our it's our purpose in life. I guess as humans is to live. Right. That we we have no other choice. We're here, so we have to live. So forgive yourself. Things are going to go wrong. You're going to mess things up. Things won't go the way <laughs> you want them to. But if you if you harbor negative energy and anger and frustration inside, this this eats away at your soul. Of course. So, Just let go, forgive, and you're doing it. To me, forgiveness is the most um, selfish thing you can do, right? Because if someone annoys you and really drives you mad, if you forgive them, you let go of that energy. And they don't know, but it doesn't matter because you feel better, right? If you don't forgive them, they still don't know, but you now have all this negative energy to have to deal with, right? What a horrible thing to have to keep in your life all the time. So forgive doesn't mean forgets necessarily and forgive doesn't mean repeat but forgive means let go and just allow yourself to be in the moment even because life is short you never know what's going to happen yes so why destroy your life for other people and just just create like positive vibes and and that manifests you know there's you know that whole thing about the book the secret that that girl the Mm. australian girl wrote and Well, all of these things are true. They may be a bit cliched, but they are very true. I've, I watch my world and I just, I can't see why other people have such a hard time sometimes, except that I see some people are just very negative about everything and lots of negative things seem to happen. And I'm just sat here being positive and enjoying life and nice things seem to happen. Doesn't mean difficult things don't happen, but they come in a different way. Different way. Yeah, you experience that you can face challenges yes. in a different way yeah. uh, with a new spirit. Thank you very much, Tony Moore. We're uh, going to see you next time in London, the Camden Club on 4th of November. Absolutely. If people want to know more about me, you can go to TonyMooreMusic.com. Perfect. And uh, 
in the meantime, we're going to listen again um, Tony Moore's song, uh, please, uh, Phil, let's play it. Tony Moore's song, I Cry For You. Thank you so much. Uh, grazie mille. <laughs>